I had more than one person come up to me last Sunday a little bit concerned about verse 23 and, and how it might have applied to their lives. They were a little bit uncomfortable. That verse said, all these things are what pollute you and what make you unfit for God, unfit for his service, unfit for his fellowship, maybe even unfit for heaven. So that disturbed some folks. Uh, if we had continued to read, if we had continued to read just one more verse, we would have found the story of a woman who illustrated what it was to be unfit for God. And so as we begin in the 24th verse of Mark chapter 7, uh, I think perhaps you will see yourself. I have certainly seen myself this week as I have looked at this passage of Scripture. I hope uh, this will help you in your own personal journey, in your own personal walk with the Lord. Uh, maybe you're here today and, and you think that everything is okay between you and God, and, and yet as we walk through this passage of Scripture together, you will discover perhaps it's not okay between you and God. And maybe you will discover that you have some problems in your own heart or in your home uh, that you need to bring to the feet of Jesus. That's the situation that we find this morning as we look in the seventh chapter of Mark. I'm going to begin reading in verse 24. Jesus got up and went away from there to the region of Tyre. And when he had entered a house, uh, he wanted no one to know of it, yet he could not escape notice. But after hearing of him, a woman whose little daughter had an unclean spirit immediately came and fell at his feet. Now the woman was a Gentile of the Syrophoenician race, and she kept asking him to cast the demon out of her daughter. And he was saying to her, let the children be satisfied first, for it is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. But she answered and said to him, Yes, Lord, but even the dogs under the table feed on the children's crumbs. And he said to her, Because of this answer, go, the demon has gone out of your daughter. And going back to her home, she found the child lying on the bed, the demon having left. We're going to observe just several truths about this woman and about her life and about your own life and about my life as we talk this morning about your need, my need, her need for crumbs of mercy. Crumbs of mercy. The very first thing that I want you to notice about this woman is her distance from God. If you read this same story from the Gospel of Matthew, you would find that the woman is called a Canaanite woman. That may not mean much to you, uh, but if you read further in the story, you will see that Jesus referred to her as a dog. In fact, Jews referred to all Gentiles as dogs. They were considered unclean, filthy, dirty, unfit for God. In a sense, that's exactly what she was. She was unfit for God because she was distant from him spiritually. She did not know the one true God. She was a worshiper of false gods. And if the Israelites had carried out their assignment as God had given it to them when they entered the promised land, her people would have been destroyed. The Canaanites, 
She was a Canaanite woman. So she was a descendant of these Canaanite people, a people apart from God, and she was distant from God. But that is also who you are and who I am. Uh, You are a Gentile dog, filthy, unfit for God, distant from him the day you from the distant from him from the day you were born. Did you know that? You were distant from God from the day you were born. But that's only been made worse. Because as we read last week, Jesus said that there's some things that make you unfit for God. And they're not just the things that you do. They're the things that you think. And so the things that we think are only evil continually. From our youth, the Bible says. And so we've been made even more unfit for God. And so here is a woman who was unfit for God's service, unfit for God's fellowship. She was unfit for heaven, and she was asking Jesus for something she did not deserve. The second thing I want you to notice is her desperation uh, before God. You saw that in the story. She had a demon-possessed daughter. The Bible says in Mark chapter 7, verse 25, But after hearing of him, A woman whose little daughter had an unclean spirit immediately came and fell at his feet. So that woman, that Gentile dog, that unclean, unfit woman came and fell at the feet of Jesus. Now I know as you think about yourself today, you probably don't put yourself in her category. You don't put yourself in her category because you can't see yourself as God sees you. And if you saw yourself as God sees you this morning you would be saying all the same things about yourself. I am that woman. And so this woman, unfit for God, a Canaanite woman, and now even her little daughter had an unclean spirit that defiled her. Matthew tells us that when she came to Jesus, uh, she came begging for mercy because she told Jesus, my daughter is cruelly demon-possessed. She was distant from God, And now that distance from God was showing up in the life of her little girl. A demon had her, owned her, uh, was destroying her, her little daughter. And you wonder, what mother doesn't love her child? Well, there's some today in the world, all we have to do is look in the news, and we know there's some that don't, but this one did. This Canaanite woman, unclean, unfit for God, did love her little girl. She was desperate for his help, but she didn't deserve it. And according to the Gospel of Matthew in this same story, the disciples suggested to Jesus that he send her away. Send her away, they said. She's unfit, unworthy. Why, even her daughter has a demon. She deserves nothing from us, and she deserves nothing from you, Lord. But they did not reckon the desperation that was in the heart of this mother. I've been the parent with a sick child. I've been the parent carrying a little girl into the ER in my arms. I've been the parent standing in the emergency room not knowing where my little girl 
would live or die. So I feel the pain as I read this story, and some of you do as well. You know what it is for your child to be sick. Even worse, some of you know what it is for your child to have a demon, for the devil to get a hold of your precious boy or your precious girl, and you would do anything under the sun to see them set free. This is this mother. I wonder, here in the sanctuary this morning, if we have any desperate people here, you've run out of options. There's some need in your life that's reached critical mass. You, you want to talk to the Lord about it. You want to bring it to Jesus. But then you look at your own life and you say, I'm like that woman. I'm guilty of sin. I'm distant from God. I am unclean. I am unfit for God. Next, look at her decision to move toward God. Verse 25, the Bible says, But after hearing of him, a woman whose little daughter had an unclean spirit immediately came and fell at his feet. No sign or indication that this woman had ever seen anything of Jesus Christ, had ever seen one of his miracles, but she had heard about him. She had heard that here was someone who was doing things in the lives of people, then perhaps he could meet the need that was in her life. This woman had trouble in her home. And when you have trouble in your home, I'm sure you know by experience, as I do, when you have trouble in your home, you also have trouble in your heart. So her little girl, a demon, cruelly possessed that little girl. And uh, it was more than she could stand. It brought her to the feet of Jesus. I want to tell you this. Every person in this room today has a conscience. All of us do. You have a conscience that would tell you right now, if you just explored it for a little, whether or not you're right with God or whether you're guilty of sin. And you may never listen to the voice of your conscience. You may shut it out and not even care until your son or daughter is sick and in trouble. And the first thing your conscience does is to condemn you as guilty. Maybe even blames you for the problem or you blame yourself. And one of the things you know as you stand in the middle of difficulty in your home and in your heart that you need God. You may have been distant from Him all your life or even denied His existence or ran from His influence. I don't know what it was, what it was like in that woman's heart before that moment. But after hearing of Jesus, she made a move toward God. Now I want to tell you something about these stories in the Bible. These stories in the Bible are here and they're stories about other people. But this is your story. This is my story. This is you. This is me. This is a picture of your life. This is a picture of your need. This is a picture of what you must do. You need to come to Jesus in your need and as you are because your only help and your only hope is at his, at, at his feet. So what was this woman thinking that day in the moments before she ran to Jesus? Was she thinking, I haven't been living for the Lord. I, I can't pray. I can't ask God to come help me. I'm not worthy. I've been living distant from God. I'm unclean. I'm, I'm unfit for God. If those were her thoughts, then certainly the Lord's initial response reinforced them. Because if you read the same story in the Gospel of Matthew, Matthew tells us that Jesus didn't answer her a word 
Apparently, at first, he just kept walking, but she was persistent. She kept crying out, and the word there means to cry out loudly. And the disciples in the process were telling him to send her away. And and Jesus, when he finally answered, said, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. In other words, there's some blessings, but I'm sorry these blessings aren't for you. Have you ever applied for some kind of special assistance? And been told that you didn't qualify, or that your child didn't qualify, or worse, that you were the wrong kind of people, or you were a dog, unclean, unworthy, unfit. You might have think that she would have just stomped her feet and walked away in anger, but she didn't. She fell at his feet, and she was making a move toward God by coming to Jesus. She heard about him, she thought, he can help my little girl. And in Mark, we see Jesus' response to her request. Look at verse 27. He was saying to her, let the children be satisfied first, for it is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. Two things here. First, Jesus is taking this woman through the process of evaluating her own relationship with God. So suppose you came to Jesus today. Let's just suppose I came to Jesus today. And I said, Lord Jesus, I really need your help. I, I got some problems in my life, and I got a sick child, and I, I need your help. Jesus would say to me, well, Pastor Eddie, you know you're unworthy. You know your heart is not what it ought to be between me and you. And you don't deserve anything that I have to offer. That'd be true about me. That's true about all of us. We don't deserve anything from God because we're not worthy. Not the best of us is worthy. As a matter of fact, the Bible says all our righteous deeds are like filthy rags in the sight of God. When it says all our righteous deeds, that means all of mine, all of yours, all of ours piled up together offered to God are nothing but filthy rags. None of us are worthy. So Jesus is taking this woman through the process of evaluating her own relationship with God. Was she deserving of God's help? No. Are you deserving of God's help? No. You prove it over and over. Your thoughts that rise up out of your heart betray you as being just as unclean and unworthy as this woman here. But second, Jesus did this a little more tenderly than it appears to us because the word he used was not for some mangy street dog, because there were those and there was a word for those. But Jesus said, it's not good to take the children's bread and give it to the puppies that sit under the table. He was painting the same picture that I've painted for you of the woman being unworthy, but he did it in a more tender way. So here was a woman who came to him for help, realized she wasn't worthy, but yet she was desperate. And in her desperation, she made a move toward God. I wonder if you're here today and you're ready to make such a step toward God because there's a need in your life, there's trouble in your home, and there's trouble in your heart. So far, we've considered her distance from God, her desperation before God, and her decision to make a move toward God. Now I want you to consider her desire from God. What was it that she wanted? What was it that she needed? 
Well, in verse 28, she answered, yes, Lord, but even the dogs, even the dogs under the table feed on the children's crumbs. And before that, if we read from the Gospel of Matthew, Matthew tells us this Canaanite woman came from that region crying out, have mercy on me, Lord, son of David. My daughter is cruelly demon-possessed. What was it she wanted? She wanted crumbs. Crumbs of mercy. Whatever he could spare, whatever he could give, whatever little drop of mercy he could provide, she believed it would help her little girl. Like that other woman in the Bible who had the issue of blood, who said, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, I would be well. She wanted just a few crumbs, just a few drops of mercy. She was saying, Lord, I know I'm unworthy. I know I'm unclean. I know I'm unfit. I know I don't deserve anything from you. I know who I am. But I also know who you are, and all I'm asking for is a few crumbs of mercy. Would you do that today? Would you settle for a few crumbs of mercy that fell from the table of heaven? I believe most of us would. I believe most of us would say, Lord, I don't deserve anything from you. I simply beg for your mercy. Maybe it's not for you. Maybe you have a son or a daughter or a spouse who you believe could be delivered with just a few crumbs of his mercy. So how do you get that process started? Well, we see that she made this decision to make a move toward God and she placed herself by faith at the feet of Jesus. And that's certainly what you can do and what I can do today. Tell him he's right about you. Tell him you know who you are, but you also know what you need. And that you believe he's able to help you. And finally this morning we want to consider her deliverance by God. Verse 29. And he said to her, because of this answer, go. The demon has gone out of your daughter. And her daughter was home. She was with Jesus. She just had incredible faith in Jesus that he could do what needed to be done in her life. That's what made her make that move toward him. That's what made her come to his feet. That's what made her ask him for help. And when he said everything's going to be all right, she just went home. And when she went home, she found it just as he said, she found her little daughter lying on the bed and the demon departed. So what's so special about this woman's answer? Jesus said because of this answer. Well, first, it revealed that she understood her own spiritual condition before God. She was distant. She was unworthy. She was unfit. She understood her own need for God. She proved that by coming to Jesus. It also revealed she believed that Jesus could meet the need in her life as no one else could. And by placing her faith, herself by faith at the feet of Jesus, she was coming in absolute surrender, basing her hope for help simply in his mercy. So Jesus said, because of this answer, go, the demon is gone, it's done, it's over, I've done it, I've answered your prayer, I've met your need instantly, miraculously, just what you asked for, because of your answer, the demon is gone. I thought about this response as I prepared this message, I thought, wouldn't it be wonderful if you and I could have the faith of this woman? She knew who she was, and she knew what she was. 
But she didn't come to Jesus based on her worth. She came to Jesus as she was and in her need, looking for just a crumb of mercy. Lord, just that much, just a drop, just a little, just a touch, just to touch the hem of your garment. What need exists that troubles your home and troubles your heart? One other thing I would point out to you about this woman is that she didn't hesitate to come publicly. She wasn't ashamed in front of all those people who insisted some that she go away, that she not come, that she not uh, even worthy of coming. She came to Jesus because it was Jesus she needed and it was Jesus that could help her daughter. We don't come on the basis of our worth because nobody's worthy. We come as we are and in our need. And we come to the one who can help. Would you come to Jesus? Let's pray.